All right, everybody, it is time for another episode of the Crypto 101 podcast. But before we dive in to our awesome, awesome guest and conversation today, I want to remind you guys of two things. And the first one is that if you go to Crypto101insider.com, you can join our private community. Here's where we have our model portfolio and all of our top picks. We also have uh, Crypto 101 University. Uh, where we have hours and hours and hours of written and video content that explains blockchain and explains cryptocurrency in a very bite-sized and easy-to-understand way. Uh, and we have a weekly newsletter that goes out and quarterly state of crypto addresses that go out. There is just a ton of value packed into this every which way. So I want you guys first uh, to go to Crypto101insider.com today uh, if you haven't already. I also want to remind you guys that Pizza Mind and I recently just finished a book. Uh, It took 11 months of our lives to write, and we're calling it Crypto Revolution, Your Guide to the Future of Money. We walk you through this fascinating world of cryptocurrencies and blockchain, and it's part history book, it's part instructional guide, and it's going to really show you guys why cryptocurrencies are globally disruptive and how they're going to actually change in real life and in real terms the way that we buy and sell and even live. We include a bunch of how-tos on getting started with your first exchanges. Uh, We give you tips on how to safely buy and sell and store cryptocurrencies, as well as how do we evaluate potentially good cryptocurrencies. And the best part of the book is that we're giving it away for free. All you have to do is pay for shipping and handling. So go to CryptoRevolution.com and pick up your copy today. All right, everybody, we are back with another guest for you today. Uh, a riveting interview we have prepared here for you with Jonas Samanovicius. And I, and I apologize if I butchered that, uh, but he is the CTO at an awesome blockchain company uh, that is building the ways or like the Google Maps uh, of the blockchain and the cryptocurrency world. Uh, we're going to talk about what that means. But first, Jonas, welcome to the show. Great to be here. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, so when I was looking up uh, and learning about Syntropy, uh, you guys called it the ways for the web. And, and, and ways is like, a, for anybody that doesn't know, like this traffic routing service that you could plug in your address and you end up at this next location, right? So, so tell us about uh, Syntropy. Like, what is it? Sure. So what Syntropy uh, does and aims to do is to make the internet better, uh, they, they, to make the internet work in an optimized and secure fashion. And the reason we use this analogy as we ways for the internet is because currently the internet is a little bit like a, a mess of cables uh, where everyone needs to make sure on their own that it would work well for their users and applications. Whereas, uh, you know, much like in a driving, you don't know which road is congested, but once you once you have an application like Waze or Google Maps, it has like a bird's eye view and knows which paths you can take to avoid the congestion, to go off that highway uh, for a local road. So what Syntropy does is it helps to avoid uh, congestion and internet pathways and make sure you always going through a non-congested and still working route. So that's why we we use this analogy because 
it helps you it helps your internet work in the most optimal way it can and what does this have to do with cryptocurrency so uh the reason we use blockchain technology to achieve that is because the internet was created there was no blockchain and there was no way to had to make the internet open but as well as performant and and have this you know knowledge of all the best routes etc but with the help of blockchain technologies now it is possible to put you know a person on every corner of that road to see which roads are congested and make them talk to each other in a decentralized fashion to you know to let the user know which paths are better and this way using blockchain technology now we can actually achieve uh something where you can have both optimal and decentralized internet so blockchain technology allowed us to have this optimization and this view uh, as well as uh, security to make the internet work for the users and the applications and it works on top of you know the current internet we have today that's really a fascinating uh, solution that not a lot of people even realize is a problem as someone who comes from an IT background like myself, I do understand it very well. Uh, there are even sometimes 40 different destinations that our web traffic will go to before it finally reaches our computer from the place that we're getting that information. Yes, definitely. So uh, the basically, the, the original internet protocol works in, in a quite a simple fashion. It only looks at the shortest amount of network hops it needs to make. It is not always the optimal path, and it also doesn't look if the path is congested. So basically, as I mentioned before, internet is it's much like a mess of cables, and then everyone is doing their own job to make it work for you. Uh, what we're doing is we're putting a layer on top of that, as you know, as, as I use an analogy, to put a person on every, on, on, on every crossroad uh, to look what is best and then make that smart decision, talk to each other, so that using our layer of internet, now users get the best path chosen for them. So so is, so is I guess there's two sides of the equation here. There's somebody who wants to leverage CentropyNet to get a better browsing experience, I imagine, or better connective experience. And then there's uh, kind of like the supplier side of somebody who's doing the routing and stuff. So so for all the people who are listening, who are thinking, you know, hey, we're, we're on the cutting edge of tech, we're excited, we want to support new projects. Like, where does the average person kind of fit into the puzzle here? Yeah. So, we think it will touch everyone uh, because, as you said yourself, there's two pieces of a puzzle. One is our users. So, it's the gamers, for example, is a great example. Uh, we just recently launched an integration with the popular games like Counter Strike as well as Minecraft. And it's a very simple use case. One person is hosting a Minecraft server and another people are playing in it. So without Syntropy, you, you, you're just using internet you have. And sometimes it's not the best experience, especially if you're playing in different countries uh, in, in the same room you know, with, your, with, your, with your internet friends. What Syntropy technology allows you to do is to have that optimized internet path between a gamer's machine and a gaming server. So you have both secure and optimized connection, and that relates to you know frames per second, lower latency, and you know sometimes not dying in that game. Uh, yeah. 
So, so that's really relatable. But also, as, as, as you said, there's this other side of enterprises and businesses. And uh, anytime you use an application, something like Uber or Just Eat or whatever, you know, Slack or whatever application you might be using, uh, those companies put billions of dollars to make that experience for you. They're, you know, they're building infrastructure, they're buying internet paths, uh, which are reserved for that application and so on. So they're putting a lot of money and effort into, into, into making that user experience work for you. And, uh, and, and we make uh, that job much easier for them because I'm pretty sure this year was super big in uh, internet outages. We experienced it ourselves. I remember the day we launched Syntropy, I think Google went down for half a day. I couldn't access my email. Uh, Slack uh, went down several times. Uh, we saw we saw Cloudflare had problems. So every day there's those outages. And if there's any technology to help companies avoid that and, and make that user experience better for their users, uh, you know, it's only for the better. And if we talk about blockchain, blockchain is great technology, but we need to remember it still also runs on internet. It runs on the same internet uh, in a way you're using. So much of blockchain is also using Cloudflare, Amazon, Google, the main infrastructure providers, which sometimes do you know, encounter problems. So any technology which helps to mitigate those problems and make those connections more optimized, uh, you know, not break and make them more secure, that helps the whole blockchain ecosystem to perform better, to be more secure, and you know, result into better block times, into you earning more money or whatever have you. Uh, so you know, internet touches literally everyone's life and every day. So you know, we need to build and use technologies to make it as as better, best, and robust as possible. Yeah, definitely. So how can the average consumer that's listening right now get involved? What do we need to do? So there are several ways uh, people can get involved. One is getting onto our Telegram. We have amazing community uh, where people are learning about internet technologies. What do we do? How does it work in general? I think it's a great source of, of knowledge as well. Uh, and you can support, uh, support our project uh, as well. And then very soon we will be launching our new tokenomics. And there will be a way to contribute your internet capacity or to run nodes as it's you know uh, very common in blockchain space to basically sell that internet segment you have for the rest of the world to use. And we provide the technology for someone who needs it. They can utilize your computer or your server if that server or computer makes someone else's connection better. So there's ways to, there's ways to contribute uh, you know, to the new economy and the new technology, serving the technology of the new internet, as well as just get involved to our community, follow us on Twitter, and 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 learn about the, the technology advancements we and everyone are, are building. What kind of privacy is baked into this? Uh, the way you describe it, it almost sounds like a decentralized VPN, but does it carry those same privacy and anonymous uh, capabilities? Great question. So uh, every connection in Syntropy is encrypted by default. We think that's super important, and we believe that every packet sent over internet should be encrypted. Uh, you know, the, the recent revelations uh, of, of data leaks and all the things happening on the internet, we believe 
every packet should be encrypted. So when someone uses our technology, we create a end-to-end encrypted tunnel between one endpoint and another endpoint. It can be computer to server, computer to computer, a game to whatever. If you're using our technology, that connection is encrypted end-to-end. So we have a VPN encrypted uh, encryption built in into every connection we make. Uh, but it's not a VPN in a sense like you know everyone's used to. Uh, this is a technology which can be used for between any machine-to-machine communication. Think IoT device, server, virtual machine, phone, computer. So we want people to build on our technology, not just use it. That's super important for us. We launched a huge builders program. We devoted at least a million dollars to build on, on Syntropy to build applications. And we believe people will build the new VPNs, the future of VPNs on Syntropy, the future of gaming applications on Syntropy, the future messaging apps on Syntropy. So, you know, we believe every application we know now can be built using Syntropy Internet, uh, you know, from the get-go. So that's why we encourage people to start building on our technology, get familiar, and we think that should be the new standard of, you know, getting every connection on the Internet uh, encrypted. So let me ask you a question about limitations. So, so Aaron and I, you know, we, we, when, before he moved to Texas, uh, we shared an office together and at the office, we only had 20 megabytes or, uh, of upstream capability. And it was something in the infrastructure. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The, the, the fact that we yep. couldn't get fiber into the office. And so at my house, I've got fiber. So I've got, you know, a thousand megabytes per second upload and download speed. So my question is like with a system like Syntropy, you know, are we, does the hardware that we're using limit us? Does the, the, the actual connection uh, limit us or could we scale beyond that? Great question. So the example you gave, uh, if you have your bottleneck, the, the limitation literally at your flat, we probably won't be able to help you because you need that internet connection. But what happens very often is the bottleneck is just around the corner or in another city or in another country. And we have tests uh, and, and tested various, we actually tested more than 200,000 different internet routes. And very often in, in areas like Southeast Asia, in areas if you're sending data between Europe and US and so on, the internet path you're sending might be congested in one area, but just around the block, it's completely underutilized. And if using our technology, we can route that traffic to an underutilized link 
from the one which is already congested, uh, we were able to increase the throughput of that connection sometimes up to 200 times. So you you know you're sending wow. data you're sending data uh, from A to B and the speed is five megabits a second. But you know if you just send it around that congestion, it can easily be you know 200 megabits a second. That means just in that at that one place it was completely congested, and our technology automatically routes around that. So it's the benefit is twofold. One is you get an increase in your throughput and and and, and possibly latency. And the other one is it makes the whole internet more efficient as a whole because it draws traffic from the congested areas into the underutilized areas. It enables new economy models where links and nodes which are underutilized, which cannot sell their bandwidth or compute resources, now they can monetize their resources which are now underutilized. And then the ones which are already overutilized they can provide better experience for their existing users. So, you know, it's it's a w- really a win-win situation for everyone. Yeah. And, and I, so so a little bit about the the token and how this token kind of functions. And a lot of people, like, you know, they're at home, they're listening, they're like, okay, we get it. It's smart. Um, you know, there, there's a, a ton of capability here and, and to, to push, you know, the digital age to the next level. But then they're like, well, there's cryptocurrency. And I thought I was watching something about crypto and, and I'm still confused about how the token works. And um, so, so can, can can you kind of give people a little bit of color, like why a cryptocurrency exists in this sort of framework? Sure. Uh, uh, and thanks for that question. So uh, the main utility of a token is to provide economic security to the blockchain system we'll, we, we're having. So we will require a lot of nodes on the internet. We will require hundreds and tens of thousands of nodes to run so that we'd have those nodes where to route traffic through. The more nodes we have, the more internet segments we have, and we can route a better. So to provide so many nodes, we need economic incentive. So the token is used as economic incentive to build up the system. And then there's an incentive pool to pay for the nodes so people can earn money uh, while running the nodes and selling their infrastructure. And also, you know, the token and the, the token value will be used uh, for those nodes to be reliable. So that's, you know, very popular in the current blockchain space where the value is being used to secure the blockchain. And then the second part, the second utility of a token will be to actually run the blockchain. So we will have our blockchain system run. And then for the transactions, which will be making a connection between two endpoints, uh, buying certain amount of traffic to relay through, it will be all automatic, but behind the scenes, it will make transactions and payments uh, through the blockchain. And finally, we have a working software, even today, uh, a Syntropy stack, uh, where you know, a token uh, will be used for our products for non-decentralized systems for software, uh, you know, today uh, to be used. So so the token utility will be, uh, you know, threefold. It's to use the products, it's to uh, use the blockchain and make those connections and negotiate those paths. And then, but most importantly, is to provide economic security and stability uh, to the node network uh, that we'll be using to make those routes available for everyone. Yeah, and that makes a ton of sense. And I think people at home are, are probably starting to get it. Like in the same way that 
you know, in the early days with Bitcoin, you could turn on your computer and you could just let the power run and you earn Bitcoin. And of course, at the time, you know, Bitcoin was less than a dollar or a few bucks and you didn't really think much about it. And, and, and you know, the Syntropy token, um, you know, right now it's small and there's, you know, as you said, we need lots of nodes to get this to scale. But I think people who are watching and listening right now have a great opportunity kind of to, to bootstrap a network that w- could literally change the, the way the internet works, which is fascinating. It's like that next uh, logical step. And I think that, that, you know, a lot of people could kind of look and say, hey, you know, I've got, you know, spare cycles on my computer. I'll start running them uh, and earning money for doing that. It's phenomenal. Absolutely. And it's such a great feeling that blockchain technology allows people to provide technology for each other. So when internet was created, uh, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a thing. And that's why it was, it was made to be uh, open and decentralized, but it couldn't have such features as, you know, the optimizations and, and everything. But now you can have a decentralized system with the help of blockchain and the tokenomics models, you know, the proof of work, proof of stake uh, and everything available on a market. And you can use that to you know, make people enable their computer or their internet connection to be used by someone else and in effect, make the whole internet uh, better. So it's, it's, it's a beautiful system uh, only allowed by a blockchain technology. Yeah, I love it. And, and, and Jonas, before we let you go, you know, th- there's a lot of new folks that are, that are starting to get interested in the space. Um, I got two questions for you. Uh, the first one is like what like right now is really driving this bull market that we're in the middle of For, from your vantage point. Is it something about, you know, just technicals, you know, is it just a correction up from this long three year bear market that we're coming out of? Is it maybe, you know, there's 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 is there a narrative that you're really holding on to? Yeah, so I, I, I truly believe uh the market cycles exist, and that's a fact, uh, but they exist uh, not just on their own. Uh, they need the reason to exist. Uh, so I, I truly believe the current uh, influx of different blockchain technologies uh, is driving this. So first of all, when Ethereum came around, no one thought of DeFi. No one thought what would happen and what uh, use cases people will create. But now, uh, even though it's still, you know, sometimes people say it's slow, it has problems, etc. But these are just details which will be figured out with just more advancement of technology and more programming and more testing. But fundamentally, there's a lot of things which were only available in a centralized fashion. Now they're available in a decentralized fashion and people want that. And those technologies will get better and will enable huge opportunities uh, much like that, there's the new blockchains. Uh, so again, when Ethereum started, people said, oh, smart contracts are slow, expensive, they can only do so much. But even then, they did a lot, of, they created a lot of use cases. But now, look at Polkadot, uh, you know, other blockchains, they enable code to run on 100,000 computers in a decentralized fashion. And you can run any code you write. So this will, you know, this will create new uh, opportunities and new software applications, which now people don't even imagine they will exist. And I think this innovation is driving, you know, the new use cases is driving this current bull market, just like 
again in you know in the last time when you know the ICOs sure yeah I you're talking about uh, different potential use cases and things and it's got my imagination running I mean low latency could make for an incredible VR experience that we've all been waiting for since the 80s um, you could have pilots uh, fly a plane all from the comfort of their living room even uh, with all these autonomous uh, driving vehicles, you could have someone take over uh, manually again from their house or a central office. There's there's so many things. Absolutely, and it's it's great you pointed that out. So another reason why Synthropy is a must for the world of blockchain and the future of internet. So currently, if you want a drone in Africa to connect to a car in in US. You really don't want to do it uh, through some centralized software API, which can go down, it can turn off, uh, etc. You need to facilitate that connection through blockchain. Uh, you know, once you have autonomous cars, autonomous devices, you really need a super reliable systems, which blockchains are. As long as that blockchain is running and that smart contract's there, it's gonna work. Uh, you know, I don't remember the last time Ethereum was down. You know, so if we really think of the future of IoT, autonomous cars, drones, and everything in between, uh, it's no longer enough to have people make those connections and people make you know look after those connections and, and the systems. Uh, you really need a blockchain-based way to create a secure, optimized connection between any two machines or devices around the world. You need to make software autonomous. So now if there's a smart contract to facilitate a connection, you can write software which makes its own mind when to create that connection, but it's gonna be there when it needs it because it's gonna be in a smart contract. So for the future of autonomous world and software talking to software, there really is currently only one way is connections facilitated through blockchain. Yeah, the great coordination machine, as a lot of people like to say uh, about the blockchain. And Jonas, the last question I have for you, and I know you already mentioned Polkadot, uh, which is a project that you know I'm very, very excited about. But is there any other projects that you're working closely with that you're really excited about some future potential or maybe some collaborations you can share with us? Uh, so we, we look at the space very carefully. We look at all of these technologies. I personally believe uh, this year is going to be huge for uh, trusted execution environments. So, you know, there's 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 projects working in that space. Uh, I think interconnecting blockchains, platforms to create blockchains, you know, the Cosmos, Polkadot, uh, the new blockchains, which are powerful, Cardano, Elrond, Solana is super fast. Everyone has their own different target market and use case, uh, but they're all great technologies. Uh, so we're looking at space carefully in, in, in which which technologies we can utilize best uh, to create our solution. Uh, but I really do think this year, uh, for me personally at least, is about uh, the technology advancements in blockchain space, faster blockchains, more capable blockchains, interconnecting blockchains, uh, trusted execution environments, uh, infrastructure projects. Uh, so for me, it's about that as a, as a technology person. 
Fascinating. Uh, I love it. Mr. Jonas, thank you so much for joining us uh, and for sharing uh, kind of the future of internet routing and, and how people can get involved. Uh, we look forward to keeping tabs on everything going over at, uh, going on over at Syntropy. Uh, and we're excited to have you back one day here in the near future with some, uh, some more exciting announcements. Sure. Thanks, guys, for having me. It was super great, Chad. Take care. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.